0: The following program is intended for mature audiences. You're listening to This is MVM, a podcast series coming to you from beautiful British Columbia, Canada. And now, here are your hosts, Michelle St. Hill, Vanessa Williams, and Marianne Pine. This is MVM.
1: Welcome back to part two. This is Michelle. We are so glad to have you back. I'm here with my co-conspirators, Vanessa and uh, Marianne, along with our guest David, otherwise known as the Love Coach. If you've listened to part one, then you'll know exactly who he is. And if you haven't, go back and listen to part one. Our guest, he stayed for the second half because we've been howling and laughing. We're gonna be talking about and asking him some questions. What does he think about the May-December relationships? Well, guess what? We also have been joking about the traditional relationships. People are so desperate to find love. I'm wondering, would you consider doing a reality show? If you would, send us an email. And maybe, you know what, we'll do a third episode and we may even match you with somebody. You never know. And we have a letter from a listener talking about the opportunity that she found online. People are so desperate to find love. And I'm wondering, would you ever consider doing it by way of reality TV? anyway we're gonna get on with part two so David yes so now we're gonna we're gonna come away from the coaching and from the marketing aspect okay. and we're gonna just talk generally now and um, we're just gonna have a little bit of a banter in connection with so I'm just gonna share some of the stuff that have been as I'm the only one in the group who is currently or has been most recently online dating and um, some of the areas as you said before you actually were in a situation where you were reading a profile and then you read another profile and you read another profile and you realize it was the same profile, but there were different pictures because they had used the script. Exactly. And um, yes, yeah, so and one of the same things. But I will say that when I actually have been online, to the people who have written a profile, they're usually the people who I'll respond to. And usually these men are articulate, they've written really well, and they're actually out there searching. And more often than not, the things that put me off with men online are pictures with men and their fish. They've gone hunting, which means that obviously they will feed me. I will not be hungry, (laughs) but I don't want the idea of some guy who on weekends he's going fishing. I have no interest in fishing. Um, Another picture I saw, a guy had 51 pictures, and in every picture he was at a state line for the state he was entering in, had the population, he was wearing a jersey for the local football team, and he had the baseball cap to match. He was supposed to be closer in my age than not, and that just told me his 51 outfits were literally sports teams and baseball caps. Not one picture of this man dressed. So in other words, I would not be able to take him home to meet my mother. He looked like a, a little boy. Um, the other thing that I, that I see that's quite offensive, and maybe this is just because I've never liked the idea of having a pet in my bed, and so men who will take a picture of the dog licking their face. And it's just, I just—I don't know why a guy would put that as his first picture. Okay, the idea of loving dogs or loving pets, there's no problem with that, but there has to be some kind of guideline to what people think of acceptable. I'm sure women do it too. Put a picture of this, you know, having a full on frontal with an animal just doesn't really suffice. So I'm wondering, um, in order to, let's say for the listeners out there, in order to attract the type of man or woman that they might be looking for, um, would you say that you should step outside of your of your circle, not the circle that you are living in, in the connection with where you're at, but the circle to your economic status, status and maybe your education status, because sometimes people want to rise, and then other people are willing to accept less and say, well, you know what, it's really hard out here, I'll just settle.
2: Okay, you raise a really good point, so this may take a little long, I don't want to so what you're talking about is knowing your market. And I and actually, I, I wrote some of my notes. If 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 a guy is wearing jerseys, sport jerseys and gym shoes, um, he may not be the same guy that's gonna wear a tux if a guy's camping, but that's okay because he's letting you know his lifestyle. What he has to be careful though is if those pictures are just something he did once in a while he's conveying the message that's his lifestyle that's why i say be very careful a picture speaks a thousand words but it has to be in a proper context i see people women do this they will go on these fabulous vacations they would take two vacations a year they would take these great pictures and then they would take five years of pictures which is 10 pictures and put in their profile that looks like they're living the high life no You talk to them, they work 9 to 5, they come home after work, they have dinner, they go to bed. Saturday, they go to the farmer's market, go to the movie, they go to bed. Sunday, brunch and church. You have to be careful. You need to convey, these are vacations I'm taking, but that's not my everyday life. So I think it's great that those guys, I don't recommend taking those kind of pictures, but it's great that you can distinguish, and that's what is good, Marianne, to your point, about they were showing their authentic self, authentic self, but they're not for you, which is fine. Now, um, women will say, I want a guy that's 6'1", 200 pounds, 220 pounds, degree to making six figures. Here's the downside of that. You better be bringing something to the table, okay? There is nothing wrong with going after someone that you may not have attracted before, but that's about you being the best version of yourself, that's okay. If you're looking to do something different because why keep dating the same type of person you've been dating? That's the definition of insanity if it doesn't work out. If you're looking for someone different, but you gotta be prepared to bring something different too. Like I said, if you are interested in the arts and have never done it, state that, and that's gonna be a new life with a new guy, okay? So that's okay. Just don't deceive. Don't make it seem like your life is your wish list. Be careful and tell the truth on that. Just convey that message. I don't think people do it on purpose. I think they don't realize the message you're sending. And then another question that um,
1: I did have somebody ask me, and I'm going to present it to you because you're a guy and you've been online, so I think you personally can answer this. Um, The question was, if you're online and you're talking to a few people, so of course, Nobody's dating yet, you're still seeking. How many, pe- how many people, how many people, is it, is it just personal or would there be some ethic involved to how many people you should talk to at once and how should you carry on the conversation? Because as you said, that remember, people have feelings. So, taking that into account, now you've met one guy online and you kind of like what he has to say, and then there's another guy online, you like what he has to say, and there's another guy online, and now all of a sudden, like Vanessa was saying in the real world, you probably wouldn't be dating or even chatting to that many people at once. So, how do, how would you advise some of our listeners to handle a situation like that, when maybe they... <laughs> Yeah, maybe they just oh, i'm sorry yeah that's saying sorry so maybe they just were a little more popular than they thought and now all of a sudden it's raining men
2: enjoy it <laughs> enjoy it simple as that huh? let's be clear you're not dating you're communicating okay what's the best um online site app out there right now i don't know what's best well let me say this you have to pick the one that you think has the pool of people you want to select from. Right. You're not looking for a hookup. You're looking for actually meeting someone. You want some uh, site that's actually going to have people have the ability to write about who they are, multiple pictures, their education, their their, their personal lifestyle. Are they married or, well, divorced? Were they married before, single, widow? You want to be able to have all those things included in that information. Some websites don't include all that because it's not looking for that. So you have to pick the one that's pulling from that. This, you know, again, know your market, know who you're looking for and where you can find them. So some of those websites, just for our
1: listeners, you have things like Hinge, you have Bumble, you have Match, you have uh, plenty of Fish, you have Seniors Meet, you have Christian Mingle, uh, you also have the ones, the big ones that you would pay for which would be the eHarmony types and they would usually use a platform of um, what would they t- aptitude testing so you're going to actually answer the questions in a series and Vanessa, to your point when you went on and actually filled out the profile, the reason they told you to go back to your husband was because you were probably too new in the separation and they could read that by your answers and that's usually what happens i know a few people who failed to actually meet the criteria for the um, e and so therefore there's a whole website of people who actually comment on the fact that they didn't make it Eharmony would not accept them for one reason or another um,
2: i've never heard that before mm-hmm.
1: well it's actually actually, what it is, it's because it's because you're actually filling out It's it's been done with a psychologist and the counsellors, and when you're answering the questions, it is detailed. This is like a $1,000 and a $400, $500 plus um, platform. It's not like a $50. Um, some of the platforms, you just pay a membership to allow you to browse and read messages. Some of them, you can post your own picture, but you can't see anything. So what's the point of that? So you pay a membership. The membership's vary on site to site some of them women get a different break than men um, so there's a lot of options out there for our listeners to actually go and explore but i have been told sorry i have been told by the harmony camp that there is a site where people who didn't make it they go to cry so, so,
3: mm-hmm. so the site what? Hold on. hold on the dating site can reject you <laughs>
1: exactly
2: you weren't ready yet because you cannot be separated on some oh. of these well there's a difference between not ready yet and being separated they may they may promise their uh their pool of people that you have to be completely single so i don't want to use the word rejected yeah i don't want to use the word rejected that's that's not that's not what happened you weren't rejected it's just that for that pool of people i understand because there are a lot of people online who say they're separated, and a lot of people on the other side say, well, get back to me when you actually divorced, so that I can understand that. So... <laughs> the, the, there you go. <laughs> but you also got to remember something here. One of the most important things about this, you got to remember, the whole purpose of this is love and romance. And when you start digitizing it all the way, you kind of lose sight that it's back to love and romance. You're not going to fall in love digitally, but you can meet the person you may fall in love with. But to just take out all the the magic and mystery of it, I'm not recommending that either.
0: Exactly, David. At This Is MVM, we are definitely wanting you to always remember the romance. My name is Judy Lewinson, executive producer at Bangrio. And I would like to take this opportunity to thank you for listening to This Is MBM. Please take a moment to like, subscribe, and share our podcast and join the conversation on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Have a question or a comment? We'd love to hear from you. Do you agree, disagree, or have a story you'd like to share on any of the topics we've discussed? Be sure to leave it in the comments. You could be doing anything or listening to anyone right now. So we are especially pleased that you have chose to spend a little time with us. Thank you for your continued support. And now, back to the show.
1: Okay, so I have a question for both. I, I think I already know Mary Ann's answer, but I am wondering whether or not Vanessa's answer might surprise me. Um, no, I don't think it will surprise me. So people are so desperate to find love because nobody really wants to be unloved. Um so would anybody here consider doing a reality show married at first sight uh, love is blind bachelor bachelorette
4: i would do love is blind
1: that one i found really interesting from a psychological standpoint yes. to actually take out the visual aspect get to know the person on a mental level and then be able to meet them after you have fallen in love with their mind yes.
2: so to speak ladies I, I, don't ever, <laughs> ever do anything like that. We're too old anyway. They're not coming for us. They're
1: coming for the 25-year-olds. It doesn't okay. this doesn't
2: matter. <laughs> you know, to watch The Bachelor on these shows where women are competing for one man, it's ridiculous. Oh no, but in the love is blind,
1: you're not competing mm-hmm. for one man. The love is blind, the beauty of love is blind is that you're having a series of audition interviews right behind closed doors and then you you basically what you're doing is you're making notes about the person and then you request a second meeting with the person but you don't see the person so you're not competing i got you you're not competing in the same way so it was a very interesting um it came out at the very beginning of the pandemic i
3: I have i have a question so the names you ran off a while ago these are actual shows that people watch
2: that's amazing
3: you know watched a, uh, a is it reality the gong show y'all remember
2: the gong show oh, my <laughs> so uh-uh. i have a question how long does that process take and how many people are you bypassing while you're going through that process what it was are, 25 men 25 women and how long and it one? was this it was a series of uh, the
1: first part of the show. was uh, uh, Listen, it came on at the beginning of the pandemic. Oh, okay. And everybody was home. And I watched it just, I actually watched it in September when we got back out to work because a lot of people were talking about it. And I thought the subject matter was very interesting. It's like having an arranged marriage. There are people in traditions and cultures who do arranged marriages, which have been successful. And then the Western world gets involved and then things change. We in the West have a different way of looking at relationships. Uh, there's a lot of this try before you buy mentality, and in some cultures that doesn't happen. So I find that quite interesting. But but none, nonetheless, to say to say that and then some, uh, what else would we like to add to this? from the may to december so we're going to talk about the age gap so ladies and gentlemen i'm going to speak about the age gap relationships because those are things that are very common today they've always been around in victorian times women died in childbirth and men would find a younger wife to look after the offspring he already had in today's society a woman dating a younger man it's usually called a toy boy but a man a boy dating toy. a younger woman what did i say I boy toy? toy boy 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 uh well they're toy boy they still got to grow up they're still playing with with action man and action figures <laughs> But apart from that, the men today who are dating younger women, the women get accused of being gold diggers. Not always does a man have money in order to support that lifestyle. He may literally and she may genuinely be interested in a relationship with a person, never mind the age. So what do Marianne and Vanessa and David, what do you think about these opportunities to have relationships where there is a big age gap?
2: Let's start with you, David. I don't think it's an issue anymore. I mean, who cares? Really? If you find someone you love, be with them. Me personally, I'm not interested in younger women, but that's a personal thing. If If a man meets a woman who's younger or the other way around, who cares and who selects who you love? Be happy. So, what about the other way around? What about uh, an older woman? Now, of course, I I
1: don't know exactly how old you are for the purpose of what we're doing here with the podcast. So, an older woman—would you have, in your younger days, have considered a
2: woman who was significantly older for a relationship? I'm not into age. Other than too <laughs> low, if a woman is everything I wanted to be, age doesn't mean anything. I think that's a cultural thing. That I don't know—that's an American thing or something. I really don't. It doesn't really phase me. I, you know, Hollywood is fixated on young, beautiful women. I'm not. I The Sophia Lorraines and the, and the Angela Bassett's. I mean, you know, so I think it's a personal thing. I think people need to let that go, especially now. I think that's wonderful. Yeah. Absolutely. I, I couldn't agree with you
1: more. What about you, Vanessa or Marianne?
4: I do agree that it's a it's a personal issue. However, I would not date somebody five years younger than me. Personally, I would go older, if anything. And for what we're talking about, how much is older? You tell us. You tell twenty us, and above. Twenty five. Anybody five years younger? I, I, five years younger is too young. No. Yeah. Five too years. Young. Yes. Yes, five years young is too young. Okay, and Younger how, old, and too how young. old would you I go? No no no, 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 no. How
1: old would you go? I'm asking the question
4: now. <laughs> I have gone Okay, 20. in public
1: or in private?
4: Mm. Play the fifth on that one, girl. <laughs>
1: Okay. Don't get into so that. Then, okay so let's <laughs> talk about it this way vanessa you said you said yes, that five years younger sure. was too young so how old would you mm-hmm. go in public without pleading the fifth mm-hmm. Ten. okay all right
3: really yes uh,
4: Yes, I've gone with 20 years. The reason why I would go older because I find they are more mature. Whereas, <laughs> how old n- are you well, now? not to say they're not mature, how 45
3: <laughs> Jesus, if they have you if
4: know if how old have, I am, if they're not
1: mature at <laughs> your age now, help us, please. That well, that? yeah,
4: I'm talking younger. Right. 45 so year old can't be 45 45? I know know that I said, I am not saying that a 45 year old cannot be a mature person. Yes, they are, lots of them. But my personal preference, I would not go five years down. That's just me. But I would go up because I find them to be more mature. They are more stable, they're subtle, and they they could accommodate me because I have a big personality and it's not easy to go with. So I find when they're older, they can handle me better. The, the younger man
3: is just hold still, on, still, still on, trying stick, to find his Stick up in, place. stick up in. What <laughs> do you need to get
2: handled there? Really, go on, you. man. But wait a minute, wait, wait a minute. What are you talking <laughs> about? <laughs> as long as she's happy, does it matter? That's all that matters. Well, uh, oh no, absolutely, David. <laughs> so hold on, Marianne,
3: carry on. Marianne, carry on. Give her oh, no, the no, grief. No, no. Why do you feel you need to be handled? You need to come with whatever, bring it out, all of it, whatever. Handled?
4: I don't understand that. What do you mean? You
3: said. You said it. You said. You said the older man can handle you.
4: What you need to be handled. Oh, I, I mean my personality. What? Because they're more mature. They can. They're like, oh, this is who she is. They know what they want. If
3: they don't yeah, want I, to be with me. I, I, I I beg to differ. You can beg to differ. Of course you can. There are some older men that trust me, you don't want them handling you at all or (laughs) handling your personality at all. (laughs) Let your personality shine and whether the man is five or 10 years younger or older, you'll be all exactly. right but don't 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 put yourself in this little pigeonhole to say okay no no less than this no more exactly. than that and i need to be handled but because embrace yourself and whoever is out there for you will embrace you as you are yeah but it you doesn't matter to the image is not be, it's
4: not gonna be not gonna change so vanessa you, you, so, yes I Michelle.
3: don't want to
1: wait in vain for your love do, do, do. So Vanessa <laughs> So now you're on the mm-hmm. beach You're on the beach there with Marianne Remember Marianne just going to go to Belize And you said you want to go on that holiday And now up come the young thing, Huh? What next? I'm looking for a boy toy Michelle Well who said he was a boy toy? He just happens to end up being to York, He ends up being One month shy of 45 of the five years and you have to you're my girlfriend and you know i always ask the age my point so he says to you i'm 44 and you said oh man if you were 45 it'd be okay yes (laughs) come back when you're 45 at the end of the day here's what i'll say if you're lucky enough to find (laughs) love in this hate-filled world just grab it and hold on to it
4: again choose what you want it's up to you after all it's your story
1: and we gotta live by it all that being said we have an email that came in from a listener with a success story so she sent us a letter so excuse me while i read it for the rest of our listeners it says Hello, ladies. My friend Courtney is a dating expert who always insists that it is uh, if I was serious about dating, I would need to get online. I was completely against it. I believe that I would bump into the one at church or at the grocery store, just like in the movies. Dating online is something that other people did. It wasn't for me. To be honest, I didn't want my story to be, oh, we met on a dating app. I didn't want to get serious about dating, however, time was going by and every day I was increasingly growing to believe that I was destined to be and die alone. I just wanted to meet my future husband and live happily ever after. Was that too much to ask? Why did I have to get serious about dating other people, while other people in my life seemed to fall in love so easily by just happening to meet their the one? For me, dating was another thing to do in my already busy life. I didn't want to date. I didn't want to make awkward small talk and I definitely didn't want to spend my days swiping for love. For a time, I held my ground and refused to date online. While others fell in love and I eventually got got married, I was still here, single and alone. Finally, I gave in to my dating expert friend. I gave myself three months to try online dating and told her if nothing came of it, I'm out. At first, I followed my friend's advice. There were no pictures of me with other friends. I kept my potential mate criteria broad to increase my pool of possible soulmates. I didn't mention religion or politics. I did everything she said to do to make myself as likable as a Jack Russell puppy. Well, the entire process drove me absolutely insane. I didn't recognize the girl who was described in the profile, and to be honest, I didn't really like her. She was boring and shallow, but she did get a lot of attention. The problem was, all of the interested men lacked any real potential. A few seemed nice, but they just weren't the one. If I was going to take online dating seriously, then I wasn't about to spend my time going on dates with men who weren't the right guy for me. Halfway through this experience, I get fed up with the results that my lackluster profile was getting. So I threw out the expert advice and I've been given, that I had been given and went my own way. I uploaded a picture with my best friend and I at the beach. I trashed my bio and interest and started from scratch. I talked far too much about books I love and my dog. I added my political view and selected the option for Christian and seeking a Christian. Looking over my profile, I recognized that woman, and this time I liked her. Less than a week later, I got a straightforward message from a man saying hello and asking me if I wanted to meet up. I said yes and immediately suggested we meet that coming weekend. He was out of town on a trip, but would be back the following week. I rolled my eyes, but committed to meeting him the next Wednesday. Wednesday came and I almost canceled. My best friend convinced me to go and just have fun. He and I met at the park and spent the afternoon walking around with my dog. It was a nice enough afternoon as we got to know each other. That Friday, he picked me up for the very first real proper date. Fast forward to six months later, Corey proposed at the park where we first met. A year after that, we were married. Honestly, I don't love that ours is a dating app success story, but I'm also glad that I got out of my own way. I would much rather have a rom-com type of romance, but creating an online dating profile gave me a chance to be creative, take a risk and be completely honest about who I am and who I need. Dating online isn't for everyone, but I'm glad I finally took the chance. It's nice to have finally found my happily ever after. Love your show, Carrie M. I thought that was a really lovely letter. So again, she says it's not for everybody. She got out of her own way. And uh, when she was honest about who she was and what she was looking for, somebody came knocking. As David had said, it just makes your pool a little bigger with the online potential and opportunities.
0: Thank you so much, Carrie M, for sending in your letter. And thank you to our guest today, David Carter, for sharing your insights with us at This Is MVM. And most of all, we want to thank you for listening. Again, you could have been anywhere today, and in this moment, you've chosen to spend a little time with us, and we appreciate that. We'd love to hear more from you, so feel free to hop over to Instagram and leave a comment, at MVM Stories. Or if you have a story, a question, a comment you'd like to ask or share, hit us up in the DMs. Again, that's on Instagram, at MVM Stories. And now, time for the wrap-up. As always, thank you for listening. This is NVM. Back to the show.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, we thank you so much for listening to us today. It was a fabulous, very enlightening opportunity for me to learn a lot about my girlfriend and for our fabulous guest today, Mr. David Lee Carter, who has blessed us with some male perspective. We look forward to having him here again. He has a lot of insight. He's an innovator and he is a marketer. So no doubt you'll have tons of comments to email us at mvm stories we'll be happy to pass on all your questions and concerns and before you go off david we would like to know do you have any final words of wisdom for our listeners
2: be happy don't make this more than what it is all you're doing is looking for love don't make it anything that is not be happy be safe you don't have to have any anyone else tell you what you should and shouldn't do just be happy that's it this was a lot of fun, ladies. You're charming, beautiful ladies. This is so much fun. Thank you for having me. I, I really am and honored for being invited to do this. Thank you. Well, thank you.
4: Yes, David and I may need your help oh. offline.
1: So without further ado, this is Michelle. I'd like to say thank you again to all our listeners, to David, our fabulous contributor today, David Lee Carter, and to my co-conspirators, Vanessa and Marianne. And our producer,
3: fabulous producer, Judy Lou. We really appreciate having you on. And I'm sorry, your marketing skills, as great as they are, I'm not sold. <laughs> right, right.
2: No. This needs to be done more. People, women need to hear this from other women about, you know, being careful what you're doing. If you don't want to be online, maybe you guys can talk about if you're not gonna be online, how are you gonna find them? You know. I don't I don't need to look for love when it's ready
3: serendipity work we'll find each other oh yeah i'm good i ain't looking for nothing
2: and that's romantic <laughs> that's romantic i like that that's me that's me <laughs> thank you good night ladies have a good night thank you
1: bye-bye learning, growing while remembering the great memories of the past, enjoying and living life to the fullest in the present, and embracing the possibilities of the future. I'm Michelle, look forward to seeing you next time.
4: As I listen to Michelle, Marianne, and David. Thank you, David. I now have better clarity for my options online dating and how I want to move forward. To my fellow love seekers, when you are in the process of creating your story, enjoy the moment. To fall in love with yourself is the first secret to happiness. So please be good to you. Until then, I am Vanessa.
3: Thank you for joining us. It was a pleasure being here. Looking forward to hearing from you, hearing your your suggestions, hearing your stories. In the meantime, in between time, take care, be well, stay safe, talk soon.
0: You've been listening to This Is MVM with hosts Michelle St. Hill, Vanessa Williams, and Marianne Pine. Executive produced by Judy Liu for Van Grio. This Is MVM is recorded in Metro Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada. For full episode credits, please visit VanGrio.com. And be sure to follow at MVM Stories on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Thanks for listening. Until next time, continue to be the love.